Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. This is Maddie. I am your host for this podcast, and thank you for joining in. If you are new, welcome to the podcast. If you are returning, welcome back to the podcast. I am very happy to have you. Should we just dive in this week? Last week, there was a fun little episode. It was kind of a catch-up, kind of uh, talking in depth about some things that interest me, but weren't specifically one topic. This week, we're going to get back to kind of a one topic idea. And all because I saw an article that really sparked my interest. And it was something that I have been interested in before, but never quite thought about in depth. In depth. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about here. Uh, oh, if you're new, this is a comedy medical podcast. Is that how that works? Maybe sometimes it's a little bit more comedy. Sometimes it's a little, po- a little, a little bit more medical. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. So here we go. All right. Shall we begin? Let's do it. So I, the other day, I was surfing the web, and I saw an article. I think it was from USC. It was called Abstract Healing. And it was uh, from the nursing department at USC. And I'm always interested in this, always interested in seeing other things, other... uh, I'm always interested in seeing other forms of therapies for mm, illnesses or chronic illnesses or mental illnesses, all of that stuff. And so it basically talks about art therapy and chronic illness and how that can really help with your chronic illness and it's something I think you see art therapy a lot with I don't know um people who have uh mental illness or things along those kind of in that vein or people with uh, more um, motor skill issues issues not issues but motor skill I don't know those kinds of like cognitive or motor function problems or people who maybe struggle or have to adapt in a different way, all of that stuff. Whew. Okay. I don't know why that was so hard to get out, but here we are. So I was reading this article and I found it really interesting and it was something I wanted to talk about and how it does correspond to chronic illness as well. And kind of reiterating what this article was saying and talking about my thoughts and all of that stuff. So I think what really interested me the most, or not the most, but at first, was that it doesn't always have to be art. I think when we think of art therapy, we, as if I know your mind, when I think of art therapy, I sometimes only think of um, visual art, so drawing or painting or sculpting or things along those lines. And I think I forget about the dancing or the singing or even just knitting or cooking or meditation, things that you wouldn't consider, or the general you, not you specifically, things that I or you wouldn't consider being the typical art therapy. So I thought that that kind of grabbed me and pulled me into the article because I realized that's true. I think I sometimes have this preconceived notion of what is allowed, I put in air quotes, for art therapy, which is, that's not the point. The point is anything, 
works. If anything is working for you or you find you're drawn to a specific type of art therapy, then that's what you need to be doing. You, I don't think there's really a point in forcing yourself to be doing something that you're miserable in because then you're not getting any of the therapy or any of the joy or finding anything you like in it. It's just kind of pulling teeth and that that's not a fun form of art therapy. So I think that interested me. And then I th- I think I, I had also, I talked about this topic that I'm about to bring up earlier this week. And after reading this article, it really clicked together for me that you don't need to start with any like prior skill. You don't need to be the best. It's not about being the best at it. So I think a lot of people say, oh, I don't sing because I can't sing or I can't sing. So I'm not going to sing or I can't dance. I, I don't I don't dance because I can't or I'm a really bad artist and my doodles are horrible. And I don't that's why I never do it because I'm bad. And I think you can you can enjoy something and do something without being the best at it or being incredible at it. And I think I have to constantly remind myself that I not gonna lie, we live in a society where we're sometimes, I don't know, led to believe that we need to be the best at everything. And even if it's just a hobby or something, there's this pressure to be extraordinary or interesting or why are you doing that if you're not good at it what's the point if you're not going to turn a profit or you're not going to show someone what what's the point in doing that I think it boils down to the basics of when we used to keep diaries diaries a lot of people still do in journaling diaries are for yourself and it's a way to creatively have an outlet that is purely for year for you and I think I think in this day and age where we have Instagram and we have social media and we have YouTube where people are showing tutorials or showing themselves creating or doing things, which is all incredible, which is all I'm all for. But I think sometimes we feel we need to be doing that too. And I know I feel this so much. I think, oh, I love painting. I'm I'm pretty good at painting. I should be selling my art. I should be posting on Instagram. I should be sharing it. I why am I not turning a profit? Why don't people want to buy? Why am I not getting enough likes? When in reality, I was just enjoying the painting at the time and enjoying my watercolors. And I think there is something to be said about sharing your work and because it brings you joy, it'll bring other people joy, all of that stuff. I think there is that, but with me, I really struggle to start something and enjoy something and then try to keep it as just a personal thing I enjoy. It was the same. I mean, I do a lot of art as my work, as my job, or I'm hoping to turn it into a career. It's what I study. And we always talk about, yes, loving your job, but also recognizing that it is a job. So yes, I am singing, I'm dancing, I'm acting, I'm doing these things. But at the end of the day, like those are all things I enjoy. But at the end of the day, it is my job and it is exhausting and it is something that I go to and will hopefully get paid to do. And that that is that. It's You can enjoy your job, but it's still your work. And I think sometimes I turn my hobbies more into work than I do just pure pleasure for it. And I know that's happened with my watercoloring. And I know sometimes that happens with this podcast where I feel, oh my gosh, I'm not getting enough listens or I'm not doing enough of this or nobody wants to um, part with partner with me for ads, which like I don't honestly even really care about. That's not the end game for this podcast. It's about creating 
an outlet for myself and creating a community of people, whether it be small or huge, that can connect and learn and talk and open up about something that sometimes is a little bit more taboo. And it is a form of art therapy for me with my chronic illness. And so I think I'm always telling myself it doesn't need to be this crazy big job or you don't need to be catching up or trying to be better at this. Just do your work and people will find it and people will enjoy it. And even if it's a couple people who consistently listen, that's that's more than enough because it's reaching someone and you're connecting with someone. And I think that's so beautiful. And even if I wasn't connecting to anyone, I feel like it's an incredible time for me to talk about issues that are important to me and to the society at the time. So even if anything, it's just me getting to talk those things out. And that is helpful for me. So there are so many different forms of art therapy that you don't, you don't need to be the best at. You don't need to be incredible. You don't need to pull in money. It doesn't need to turn into a job. It can really just be something you enjoy. You don't even need to show other people. Because at the end of the day, it, it really is just helping you relieve stress and connect to your emotions. And like it, it really with art, you're supporting like your cognitive and motor functions, no matter what you're doing. If it's knitting or cooking or even meditating, I think you are connecting to so many different things. And if you're doing something you enjoy, that's relieving that anxiety and hopefully reducing pain or depression because I think when we get really anxious or I talk about all the time guys I mentioned it last week when I get really stressed it just enhances my symptoms and it's just me holding on to all of this pain and I continue to spiral when that happens and it just gets worse and worse and worse and so to do something that gives me a moment to take a breath or to forget about that or to relieve that it's just taking the the weight off of my shoulders for a second even if it's just reading a book that I love that I've read a ton there's no stress to it it's just me finding and doing something I enjoy and so even if it's doing that for just the littlest moment that's what's so beautiful and that's why you can't It can't be something you stress over of, oh, I have to get this done, or oh, I have to paint this today, or I have to do this today. You can't make it your job because then you're adding that stress and that pressure to get it done and to do that work when in reality, it should just be, oh, I'm going to open a notebook today and just draw lines and scribbles and see what comes out and be happy with what comes out and not have any expectations. And I think that's such a beautiful, vulnerable place to live and be in. And it's definitely hard. I'm not saying, oh, it's so easy to forget all preconceived notions of how you should be and who you should be and how you should act and how you should do things. No, that's incredibly hard. You really are unwinding this part of your body that you have been told since day one to be, and maybe not everyone, but personally for me, I feel that I have to do a lot of unwinding and reminding myself it's okay to just do something for me and to find something I enjoy and to not make it a chore. And maybe I won't do it every day and I'll just do it when I am inspired by something. And so maybe that is falling a little bit out of the art therapy category because I think maybe with that you have to be a little bit more consistent. But with me, I find that if I am 
pressuring myself to do something every single day, then it becomes a chore for me. And then that takes away the joy. So maybe one day it's painting and then maybe one day it's working on um, a puzzle or maybe it's crocheting or doing, just splitting it up so I almost don't get tired. It's almost as if when you eat a certain food for a really long time and then you just get tired of it and it's just uh, not as good as it once was. I think that can happen with art too. And so especially in something with art therapy, and to, okay, let's preface, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a doctor, I'm none of those medical practitioners. I am not giving like advice on this is how you do this. And this is how it works. It's just a topic I want to talk about, and something I'm interested in. And I'm working it out the same as you're working it out as we're talking. So if you are a nurse or a doctor or someone who specializes in this, please reach out, give me more information. If I'm totally off, the chain off the chain off the cuff then please I am off the chain um but if I'm off the cuff like please give me that information I love I mean correct me in a kind way I've said this before I don't I don't want to be attacked no one wants to be attacked but I do want to learn and I think learning is so important so I also think art is so important so I'll get back into that and I think not only does it do these things like reducing stress and anxiety but it is it's connecting you to the human experience and it's connecting you to yourself and it's connecting you to your independence and your creative self and your expression without having to talk. Cause sometimes expressing myself through words is so difficult. And as someone who struggles with a neurological condition and struggles with speech, sometimes it is really nice to just take that out of the equation and to just be able to find a different way of communication. And that is so wonderful for me. And I think it's it goes both ways. I think it's nice to take that pressure off, but then also to do verbal self-expression through poem or singing or reading aloud even. Just reading aloud something that's already there where you don't have to form the thoughts. You can just read and mess up if you need to. And allow yourself to make those connections. And the thing is, your brain is so wild. (laughs) It's so crazy how it can heal and how it can learn and how it can do things. So even if you're just painting or reading a poem out loud, your brain is doing so much work that you don't see. And it's making connections. And it's like firing up your inspiration and your creativity, even if it's not something you wrote. I Anything like that is going to get those neurons firing. And so I think that's that's so important. It's not, it, you don't even, it's not even this crazy work that you have to do because your brain will do the work for you while you're able to do something that's releasing your stress or relieving yourself. And uh, how how lucky are we? to have that. <laughs> but also like not going to lie, the brain can do some poopy poopy things. I mean, look at me, look at my <laughs> chronic illnesses. Wacky things are happening, but also beautiful things are happening. So there's always a catch 22, pros and cons, write your lists. Um and yeah, I th- so I think I think that's why I wanted to talk about it because it is something I'm passionate about, but something I still need to, I like, I haven't finessed it. Let's be real. I started watercoloring just because I wanted 
to watercolor and it was so incredible for me and I loved doing it every day and then I have to say I started like posting online and I started showing people and it kind of became oh I have to I have to paint today because I have to post it online and it kind of took it away from myself and it gave it and while giving it to other people was incredible it, it took it a it took it away from me and that that can be hard <laughs> and that means I just have to kind of find something that I can have for myself and whether that's just singing in the shower or doing a practice of meditation for my like that's very for myself and I think finding the right one for you is key you don't have to say oh I am just going to start painting because that's what everyone's doing or drawing because that's what everyone's doing no it's about experimenting and finding things and maybe you're really good at something and you don't know and maybe you are really bad at something but it's super fun for you so that is all that matters so I think there's gonna it's like this joy of finding something or trying something new and just putting yourself out there a little bit not in a way that is gonna be super super vulnerable for you but out in a way that could really enhance your life and your experience and so I think that is so beautiful. And oh, oh, there's this there's this quote that I wrote down that I think is so just really encapsulates this beautifully. And it is said it's said in the article. And it's said by a woman and I've heard it throughout other people as well. But it's it's less about the result and more about the process of getting there. And I think I think that just kind of sums up this entire talk. Because it is, it is about getting there. It's about the journey. It's about the journey to get there, which sounds so, I don't know, um, but it's kind of true. It is, if you're only focused on the result of, oh, I want to get better at this, oh, I need to do this, I need to practice this so much, so much, so much that I'm better, that I get better, that I get better, instead of just letting go and drawing whatever comes to your mind or singing whatever pops into your head or like playing keys on the piano, even though you might not know how to play. It's just about this this journey to get there. And it's it's about the process. And I think people with chronic health issues or with invisible illnesses or with all of these things, we are always thinking about the result because it's our life and we want the end, we just want the end result and we want the better result and we want to get the medicine that's going to make us feel the best, which I like completely support and I understand, but it's sometimes nice to do something that's about getting there. And I think that's what sometimes I need to focus on in my life is getting there. And instead of saying, oh, I want this result, I want to be this, I just have to say, you know what, I think this is going to make me feel healthier and stronger and better and like this I'm just building and I'm learning instead of oh I want to be uh this fit or I want to not have headaches or I want to be more flexible like all of those things which even falls out of the category of like my chronic or invisible illness stuff but it's just about okay let's like feel into the stretch a little bit more before realizing I'm I'm gonna reset reset the brain I started getting really excited and my brain started twirling and whirling and going and then when that happens it's like a tornado and it goes out out the window destroying destroying everything in its path um oh good gracious now I forgot what was I what I was talking about uh 
Don't you love this podcast? Isn't this just a joy for you to get to listen to me forget what I was talking about every week? Um, but yes, I think I think I said everything I needed to say. I'll go back and listen to that. And if I need to like add a little insert of finishing my statement, then I will. But I think I think we've had enough for today. I think we're good. So I think I'll I'll end it there. That feels right for me. When I was talking about the tornado thing, I'm I started going off on other thoughts, and that's why I think I forgot. But there's this really funny little story. It's not a little story, but it's very very short. Where the other day, yesterday, I was looking at the weather app on my phone to see what the weather was in London, and it had been windy, and you can hear the wind in my room. Pretty it's pretty significant. You can hear it, which is not a big deal, but it was so windy. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll check to see, you know, I'll check to see the temperature and see what I need to wear, all that stuff. And I looked on my weather app and there was no temperature. It just was two straight lines and the word, and it just said tornado. It said London, no temperature, tornado. And I thought, great, that's awesome. Super great. <laughs> Don't know where that came from, but just so you know, I don't think there was a tornado. I don't think anything and no funnel. Maybe there was, but not where I was. And that just made me laugh. So when I said tornado, that's immediately what I thought about. And that is me describing my entire thought process. So on that note, on that little anecdote, I hope you guys are having a great whatever time it is, wherever you are. Maybe this week we should all try a form of art therapy. I say that loosely because I am no expert and I can't say, okay, we're all going to do art therapy. But the idea of trying something new artistically to see if that helps or relieves stress. And maybe it's just like, try something for a little bit, see if it, see if it clicks for you. And then maybe try something else a couple days later, or if you're really into it, really try something or maybe pick up something you haven't picked up in a while if you used to crochet and you have a half finished scarf in your drawer maybe say oh let's see let's see how this goes let's see what we do or I used to really doodle a lot or I used to love calligraphy or my meditation practice is a little out let's just all make a little pact to try something new this week or try something that we really enjoy and see if that can offer us some stress relief and some good good feelings this week so if you do, let me know. Send me a little message. Tell me what you tried. I would love to love to hear. I'll talk about it next time on the next episode, maybe. And it'll be fun. It'll be like we're all connected, even though we all live probably far apart, but we'll be connected by our artistic endeavors. And you don't have to share what the result was, or if you even get to a result, or just just maybe shoot me a message, say what you did, or don't, and just live in, live in the glory that is you trying something new. <laughs> so on that note, I will let, I'll, I'll let you guys go. And have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are, and I will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.